This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What's going on, guys? Good, good to see you, Will. Crispy. Good to, good to see you too, man. How's yeah. your day been? Uh, it's been good. It's been good. Uh, I was actually off of actual work today, so I, I put in a uh, a full day of, of daddy duty. So that was okay. nice. Got the uh, right. got both the beeps handled and got them down. They are both sleeping uh, soundly, which Excellent. is Excellent. pretty spectacular. Yeah. The uh, I- the oldest one she'll be turning two here in uh on the twelfth of February, and the youngest was actually just turned six months old today. So she had a nice little half wow. birthday. Man, that's so cool. I miss that as a stepdad. I miss that uh that young an age. The youngest one was four when I met my wife. So uh and uh after dinner I wrestled with him in the kitchen, uh got him in a headlock. We had quesadillas for dinner and uh yeah, that's he's 14 years old now. So yeah, I get to dad wrestle him and uh, make him say uncle before <laughs> I let him go back upstairs. So that's that's uh, that's the quality time we have with each other now. I absolutely love it. It's the absolute best. So well, speaking of uh, speaking of young ones, uh, I think we actually have on this episode of Get to Know Your Lower Ranger one of our youngest Lower Rangers, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we have. Uh, Barrett from Duval, aka Duval. Very true, very true. Yeah. This is uh, another segment of Get to Know Your Lower Rangers, and we are thrilled to have uh, one of my favorites, probably my favorite Lower Ranger, uh, Barrett Cuts, aka Jagsman, aka Barrett from Duval, aka Carrot Butts uh on this segment thank you barrett so much for joining us how you doing this evening bud i am lovely i appreciate it 
you know, I've been hesitant to say this because we really have only known each other for about like a year. But Will, I'm pretty sure that you are my buddy who is just married into fatherdom, like 10 years older than us. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at his future. And I pegged that when we very all first all got together. But I've been hesitant to say it just because, you know. We're still in a, a fresh little relationship here, boys. Sure, sure, sure. Now, is that is that a compliment? Like, you, are you saying? Oh, one of my best friends. This is somebody okay. who I love dearly. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. And he just married, and so he just became a stepdad. He did. He's a uh, um, been stepdad of two girls. I'm their age. Oh, awesome. I, seven and five is what I'm going with, but that might be wrong. Yeah, fantastic, man. It's a it's a special journey, man. It's it's a it's quite the tricky thing to kind of navigate, uh, particularly if all parenting parties involved are, you know, uh, maybe not necessarily on the best of terms. Uh, that's always a tricky thing to to, like I said, navigate. But fortunately for me, everybody was. And uh, uh, the few instances where uh, things did get out of line, I very quickly put back in line. <laughs> if, if uh, you know, I had to kind of make sure adults were, were adulting uh, very early on. And uh, since then, it's been smooth sailing. So uh, tell, let your buddy know. I've been doing this for 10 years now. So let your buddy know if he need, has any advice that he needs or has any questions. He's, feel free to reach out. All that good stuff. So. Uh, Barrett cuts, man. Uh, first of all, I, and, and I'll, I'll get this again. Well, tell me your, uh, Twitter handle. Uh, it is cuts 904 C U T T S. Okay. All right. Cuts 904 on Twitter. So everybody can find you. And I know, uh, you're, you're one of your AKAs, uh, kind of gives away your location, but tell everybody where you're located at. Yeah, man. I'm right here about a mile away from the beach down in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, yeah. A lot of people might only know what that is because of the show, The Good Place, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. And of course, the Jacksonville Jags. You were Jags, man. Of they course. are less that's known than the team. TV show. Let's that's... be clear. They are less known than the network <laughs> television show. Oh, man. Are you relegating them to minor league football or something? There's been a joke in the Jaguars <laughs> community for a while now since we've been in quarterback purgatory uh-huh. um, about if we could beat Alabama every year. Um, <laughs> it's about a 50-50, 50-50 consensus right now with this Is team. Ah, oh, man. I think y'all got better odds than that. Uh, uh, no matter no matter who's filling out their roster. But uh, I, I feel that. I understand. I Just me becoming a proxy Browns fan due to Mike Ryan's fandom um just listening to the show is okay dar you're waving your hand in front of your face like you're smelling a bad fart or something i'm just saying i think that fandom has gone through very similar things yours has over the past few years so for a uh, much longer amount of time i would say they are uh they are the ogs yes yeah well i mean so so my team when i started watching football because i didn't we got the Panthers in 95, but my dad, I grew up watching NASCAR and basketball. Those were like my two sports uh, randomly that, that I grew up in love with. So when I did start watching football, it was right after the uh, Lions 0-16 season. So I adopted them as my team uh, because I figured you can't go anywhere but up uh, after a completely lossless season. So, uh, yeah, Lions Lions are, are right there. Uh, they still – 
don't necessarily have a team. Oh, I, I know they don't have a team. So they, uh, while the Browns might be the OGs, the Lions are in contention for that. So they are an honorable mention. The Jets. We can't have yes, a worst yes, football yes. team conversation <laughs> without bringing up the Jets. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely right. So, uh, Barrett, tell us a little bit. I, I know Beep uh, kind of alluded to you being one of our, our youngest members. Uh, how, how old are you, if you don't mind I, me asking? I am um, a week into 25. I think I am the youngest and only Lower Ranger born in 96. I guess that's wow. a part of our group. There could be other Rangers out there that are younger than me, I'm sure. Did you say a week into 25? Yes, yes. I didn't want to steal Pam's love on birthday oh, week. Barrett, I didn't know it was your birthday last week. I don't no, care. That's... Good luck. <laughs> when was your birthday? The 14th. Sorry. Okay, I don't want to, like, uh, I promise I won't ask your social security number or your mother's maiden name or anything. I don't want to dox you too bad or anything on here. But, well, happy birthday. And, uh, man, I, I had no idea. I'm terrible about remembering people's birthdays. But, uh, well, happy birthday. And what? tell us a little bit about your, uh, like, like your situation down in, in uh, uh, Florida, down in Jacksonville. Like, what do you do? I, I know you're a full-time student. Is that correct? Yeah, so... Um... Got got back into school at a very convenient time at the beginning of the spring semester last year, about two months before uh, the pandemic struck the U.S. shores. Right. So that has made not working a lot easier, keeping me mentally stimulated. Super right. important. Sure. But um, before last year, I um, was a state or I guess I still am technically a stagehand. I set up concerts and musicals. Um, you know, convention center events that are coming into town. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because the pandemic's not in Florida, apparently. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. <laughs> I, had, um, I did not I know I am that. probably going to be working the AEW shows um, oh, shit. soon Definitely. here. Yeah, Some yeah, stuff yeah. is opening up. Man. Okay. All right. That's a, so you and I have had a, a few conversations a little bit, just a, my, my, I grew up going to film sets and stuff and seeing kind of behind the scenes things. My dad was in the film business. He was a key grip, dolly grip and stuff. So I, I have an absolute love for the behind the scenes uh, uh, people that make the, you know, folks file into a, a live show. They, they see the performers, you know, uh, either sing or or they see the play and they do not realize the training and the just the magnitude of people that it takes to make that seem effortless so tell us a little bit about like what you would do uh behind the scenes as a stagehand oh man uh well i guess it it, it depends on where you're needed so sure. the whole like first year and a half on the job i was just told a lot of slow down, stop looking ahead, wait till we tell you to do something, slow down, slow down. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's all about recognizing patterns, really. So sure. it's, it's not hard work, but, um, you know, like, um, I get, I guess for Sesame Street, I, I work the main curtain would be an answer that you're looking for. Like right, I actually right. had a cue and was on the mic set and opened the curtain in line with the music as sure. they needed it done um just stuff, a whole, little stuff like that it's a whole coordinated effort like it, it's a dance that you have to do like i i've um uh flew 
uh, for uh, Sweet Charity. Uh, what was we? There was a production here in town at a, a very old theater called Fellian Hall here in Wilmington. And uh, yeah, I you know you have to know the exact musical cue, and you're standing you know in the wings, and you've got this rope, and all of a sudden you have to pull it as hard as you can to fly that piece up while somebody else is standing next to you, lowering it down as fast as they can. But they have to break it at the last second so they don't crash into the uh, the the floor below. So it's a it's an intense job uh, that that whole live theater experience is amazing yeah Absolutely. work in work in the rail what you're talking about i have only done that twice in uh actual professional setting but okay. i loved that chaos um it's like, great when I, while i was uh in school for it yeah and it just being back there and actually being on the headset and having to give cues yeah, stage yeah. managing is intense so yes. corporate beep thank you for all you do <laughs> you're welcome yeah it's a it's an absolutely fun fun job uh i had a friend of mine who who asked me if i could, could do it while and i was i was going to school at the time and uh didn't have anything going on in the evening so i was like hell yeah i'll try this and holy shit was it intense you are absolutely right it is it is quite the coordinated effort um so moving moving away from from personal details uh, a little bit um I like to ask, basically, do you remember what uh, when you first started listening slash when you first got the show, quote unquote? Yeah, actually, um, very specifically, I was a really, really intense Mike and Mike fan, very much into real sports radio, kind of like how Steve described his <laughs> right. listening habits were. Right. And uh, a, a buddy of mine, like, the, the friend that I met in college is kind of what we are. Um, he is the one who, you know, he would, he would indulge Mike and Mike in the mornings that he would, you know, we'd be getting ready over at my house and going right. to school. But anytime I was at his place, there, there was none of that. None <laughs> of that was going on. And he started getting me into the Dan Lebitard show. And yeah, just like most people, it was not my cup of tea at first. Um, but I think that was more of like where I was at in life. Right. It just, um, yeah, I was coming to sports totally just to get away, not really realizing what they were trying to do. And then it was um, the summer that they put them on the lie detector test. And I started out watching the show. And that was a great visual bit. That <laughs> I, I, I immediately that show I was like, oh, I see what they're doing here. And it's paid for by Disney. OK. All right. <laughs> Big Joe Harper. Big what Joe has he Harper. ever done? Yeah, <laughs> man, I remember them. Uh, you know th them. I remember. I forget who was in charge of it. If it was Chris or or Billy, who, who in the shipping container? But every time Stu Gotts would make a claim or something and and one of the guys would go and that's gonna go to joe and like they would they were making notations and i was like i cannot wait for this bit to come to fruition and it the the payoff it was incredible you know i've never i've never actually seen i've seen what joe harper looks like but i've never actually seen that bit on television uh before um so i i need to find that video somewhere joe it's harper looks like a 10 year high school history teacher <laughs> I, I I think yeah 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 that that tracks that tracks what were you gonna say Barrett? 
they're on Facebook. Um, okay. I know, I know how much you've been talking about that Facebook Levitard group you're in love with. They oh, wow. can wow. probably okay. point Go you in the right direction. Away. Okay, Barrett. All right, Barrett. <laughs> Hey, you're not the admin. You didn't get promoted to to corporate Facebook group level. So no, you're and I, you're not the real trader. I do not. I do not want to be either. I'm just happy to be here. Okay, that's it. That's it. So I will. I will go seek that out. I will go seek out the uh, Joe Harper bit. And for anybody that has not heard that bit or hasn't been listening that long, it was a, a bit where they decided to bring in an actual uh, guy who is an expert with a lie detector. He gave OJ Simpson his lie detector test. And uh, they put they hooked Stu Gatz up to it, and it was incredible. It, the, the payoff was was amazing. Um, totally worth your listening, going and, and digging up those videos. Um, so uh, that was the moment that you quote unquote got the show. What's been one of your favorite moments since you've listened, or or maybe you've you know sought out a moment that occurred before you got the show, so to speak? Yeah. Well, so. This might change as they're going through older stuff and playing some of their older stuff. I've just been loving that recently since it's been Same. pirate radio. Right. But, uh, um, you know, basically like organic moments that they really just lean into and take up the whole show. Like when Dan ate Billy on opening day, <laughs> that was a good day. And it, and that took up the whole show. Basically they would keep coming back to that. And then, um, Okay, and then I guess less like on the fly, let's just sink into this. Uh, when they have Radio Row every year, right. that is some good content. That is some good stuff. Walking around fully dressed like an eagle, Billy interviewing people. <laughs> that is just gold, man. It, it absolutely is. the uh, Their ability to take, no matter how crappy the situation their ability to to sink into that and to to realize how how I get what's what's one of those what's an old uh, expression or cliche that Stu Gatz would use to describe that um, uh, putting lipstick on a pig I think maybe maybe that works uh, no matter how bad their circumstances are they turn it into in comedy which is which is the 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 strongest uh their biggest strength so to speak um radio row is incredible that, that's a good that, that and the uh like you just said the uh billy walking around in the the bald eagle man how many radio rows have they done where they've sent the shipping container it's well, been like, there, like there's been a couple national right? championships and or not not national championships but college football playoff games and okay. um the fucking World Series, or not World Series. Why am I brain farting right now? <laughs> Super called? Bowl. Thank you. Super Bowl yeah. week. I, <laughs> there we go. I didn't want to be here anyways. Oh, yeah. Come on, Barrett. Come on, man. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, they, didn't they send uh, – they, they went up to Minnesota, right? Uh, didn't they send Allison to, to Minnesota, I believe? Was that just her, or was that also shipping container members? That was her and Billy went up okay. to that one. Uh, okay. Mina was there. They were going to do the live shots with the cameras, but – they couldn't plan enough that's in advance right, to get the cameras. That's, right. that's how we just got the audio of Mina going down the uh, the zip line. The zip line. Okay. All right. There we go. Thank you, Beep. Thank you, Producer Beep. Uh, all right. So uh, I got, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Who is your favorite member of the Levitard universe? 
Yeah, and I'm going to deflect a little bit and not pin it down to one person. Oh, I'm going to just on, leave man. it at back row is the best row. You cannot have Chris without Billy nor the other way around. Okay. And All I right. live and die with the back row. Plus, I remember like one of the first times I called in on the Lauer, mm-hmm. I said that I look like a cross between the two. So I'm not going <laughs> to not going to split ties now. So, OK, so if you had to drive cross country. Who's riding shotgun, Chris or Billy? They can't ride on each other's laps, so don't even answer that. That's illegal. Probably Chris, because I think we would have mid-drive strolls, and I don't know if Billy's about that life. Okay, all right, okay, good answer. I think for a road trip, for a cross-country road trip, that's going to be a lot of, like, we got to be comfortable in silence, you know what I mean? (laughs) Sure, sure. Yes, that's a, that's a very good, and I think I think Billy would desperately try to fill that silence, uh, uh, but that's that's why we love him. Um, okay, good answer. I'm sorry, I I had to nail you down a little bit. I'm trying to you know I'm trying to show a flashes of Dan, uh, you uh, where I, I make you uncomfortable and and make this a little awkward. So, uh, give us a little backstory. I'm trying to get everybody's history as far as how this thing came together a little bit. How did you? end up in this group chat that became this podcast that became me interviewing you about how you came to this group chat that became this podcast well many moons ago there is a gentleman named steak sauce oh a1 a1 baby and uh i think we had dm'd once before just about some like stupid levitard shit but um it was after the very first time y'all got on with Izzy that wasn't like a recording or anything it was just him getting on with some fans it was that next day I hit up steak like hey are (laughs) y'all doing that again um oh and then something else they did they released the dinner for schmucks um episode like Mm -hmm. the where are you now episode right around the same time too so I also sent him and a couple of like topic ideas, a couple lopics. And then he was like, ah, come to the group. <laughs> so that's how that happened. Awesome. Awesome. As, as a, uh, something I've been thinking about a lot lately is, is Dan just mentioning that if you, if you hang out long enough, that they'll eventually hire you. <laughs> so I think that's kind of how uh, most of us that weren't in on that initial zoom with Izzy, which I was not, excuse me. Um, uh, I'm drinking a little bit of peanut butter whiskey. I know you got some uh, Barrett's Hard Lemonade uh, going on there as well. Uh, so now that the corporate shackles are off, we can drink on air, right? Okay, time out. We got to check on this. Peanut butter whiskey? The bleep? <laughs> Absolutely, Beep. Absolutely. Uh, I thought you were stopping the recording for a second. No, you just wanted to know what I'm drinking. Uh, yeah, peanut ball. butter whiskey? Yes, it's called Screwball, and it is absolutely delicious it is so good looks uh, like you're drinking it neat uh yep yep i just had it i just polished it off actually just just finished it had about three fingers of it uh it is so delicious and it's not like whiskey with a hint of peanut butter uh like as a chaser note or something it is it's like you're drinking liquid peanut butter it's incredible it's so good 
Um, it sounds funky and it is, but I promise you, you, you'll, you'll know very quickly whether you like it or not. Uh, so are they a sponsor? Uh, they should be. They okay. should absolutely be. Yep. Okay. I'll look into that. Yep. Uh, you said screwball, screwball whiskey. Screwball. S-K-R-E-W-B-A-L-L. Screwball. Yep. All right. I'll look them up. It's, it's good stuff. All right. So, uh, yeah, I don't know where we were just then. Um, I think I burped in the middle of, of uh, responding to you, Barrett. So I apologize. Um, so, yeah, like so. So you kind of did the same thing I did, which was like, holy shit, that's awesome. You got to Zoom with Izzy. And then uh, I think Mike Ryan fan account is who added me to the group chat. Um, so it, I feel like it's between Murph and steak sauce as far as how you uh ended up doing this so uh what's been one of your uh this is kind of a uh uh curveball question what's been one of your favorite moments from uh from doing this so far wow um yeah that is a curveball it is it is (laughs) so i would say first and foremost having like a creative outlet this past year and like meeting some cool people and y'all meeting, meeting the celebrities is cool, but it's not as cool as the bonds that we formed in our, in our group. Um, so having this little creative outlet, like learning how to actually edit audio and stuff, just, just to keep that side of my brain activated. That has been my favorite part. But as far as like, moments that we were zooming with celebrities that made me fangirl like nobody else's business <laughs> oh i know i i got i got pictures of that yeah mike ryan mike ryan hopping in from space that <laughs> turned me uh sideways for a little oh, bit right um when we were on i think it was when we were on with charlie kravitz and billy and zoe just came in or maybe we were on with billy and then zoe and charlie came in no i, I think it was it was uh it was ck1k so it was Charlie Kravitz. We were trying to get him to a thousand Twitter followers and uh, Billy and uh, Liz hopped on. Uh, yeah. And uh, Charlie Hume. Hopped yeah. On the BBBBBBQ crew. Wow. I can't talk. They are great though. They just took it over. I think. Yeah. That, that was, that was a great moment for sure. I do have some bad news about that episode. That one is lost to Davy Jones's locker. Oh, when my no. hard drive crashed, that one I could not recover. I recovered Yarr. about eighty percent of the ones that we've been kind of releasing, but unfortunately, the the CK one K BBBBBQ is uh is done. Man, okay, yeah. play play uh taps, uh insert taps in post. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Beep is playing his nose trumpet right now. Uh, for those listening, what do you mean? That was a real trumpet. What are you oh, talking about? That was a real trumpet. You're right. Theater of the mind. All right, Barrett. Uh, all right, Beep. Put the put the jazz uh, trumpet away. Uh, Barrett, what is your second favorite color? Purple. What is your first favorite color? Blue. No, yellow. Oh, man. All right. Barrett Cuts. Tell us once again where we can find you on Twitter. 
Uh, I was trying to die. I just fell off the bridge. You didn't get what I was doing there? I was dead. What? That I did a Monty Python bit. You didn't get that? I was dead. Oh, no. Man. No. I've never I've never watched Monty Python. This is an audio medium, Barrett. Nobody saw that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Barrett. I ruined your bit. I apologize. That was for y'all too, then. For, for those listening at home, he just did a Greg Cody thing where we're not on television, but he uh, jumped off of an imaginary bridge, an improv bridge. No, a, uh, a, a bridge troll threw me off. Oh, well, okay. Because I okay. didn't get the question right. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You can I find apologize. me, though, at Cuts904 on Twitter. Cuts904, all one word, no underscores? All right. Barrett Cuts, thank you, my man. We really appreciate you joining us and, and uh, doing this interview for us. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been great. Have you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lower After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lower After Hours or Instagram at Lower After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.